Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for June 22, 2020. In today's news, ThyssenKrupp Elevator has won contracts at two airports in India. Construction problems in Sydney have led to new regulations on developers and contractors. The deadline for Ellie's award nominations has been extended. Post-pandemic vertical transportation issues have been raised. And an updated edition of a popular book is now available from the Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat. ThyssenKrupp Elevator recently won two contracts to provide vertical transportation equipment to airports in India. Fifteen elevators will serve a 40,000-square-meter expansion at Pune International Airport. Meanwhile, the new 77,500-square-meter terminal at LGBA in Guwahati will be served by 25 ThyssenKrupp elevators, 10 escalators, and two moving walks. The OEM observed that civil aviation has emerged as one of the fastest-growing industries in India, with passenger traffic reaching more than $199 million in fiscal 2020, and the nation is poised to overtake the United Kingdom as the third-largest passenger market by 2024. ThyssenKrupp equipment is in place at 20 Indian airports and... With government efforts to increase the number of domestic airports from 103 to as many as 200 by 2040, the company anticipates further opportunities. In the wake of construction problems at multi-story residential buildings in Sydney, regulators in New South Wales have been granted new powers to hold developers accountable for their projects, the urban developer reported on June 19th. Earlier in the month, the New South Wales government approved two bills, the Design and Building Practitioners Bill 2020 and the Residential Apartment Buildings Compliance and Enforcement Powers Bill 2020. The bills provide regulatory framework in support of a government construction reform package. A chief provision is the empowerment of the Secretary of the Department of Customer Service to order the correction of serious defects in residential apartment buildings, which will be overseen by the New South Wales Building Commissioner. Developers whose failure to comply with building codes result in inhabitability or who use banned products will be held accountable. In addition, owners will be able to claim damages against contractors, subcontractors, manufacturers, suppliers, and consultants. The deadline for nominations for the Elevator World Ellie's Awards program has been extended to June 30th. The awards recognize North American, that is, U.S., Canadian, and Mexican, elevator and escalator industry businesses that go above and beyond. Anyone can nominate a business, and online public voting will determine winners for each of the many categories available. 
Winners, who will be announced in the December 2020 issue of Elevator World, will receive an official Ellie's statuette and a custom winner logo to use for print and on websites and emails. One free print advertisement, up to a $2,500 value, to be used in 2021 in any Elevator World Incorporated publication, will also be awarded as an option to winning businesses. For more information or to submit a nomination, follow the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com news. Office building managers dealing with the easing of COVID-19 stay-at-home orders are faced with a dilemma regarding vertical transportation. Once occupancy ramps up, they will have to weigh social distancing protocols against long-established safety and vertical transportation usage norms. A report by BizNow noted that recent occupancy of many buildings has rarely surpassed 25%, making social distancing, such as limiting the number of elevator passengers, easy to implement. But once daily counts cross 50%, other solutions may become necessary. Meredith Cress, an executive with facilities management company Heinz, said during a recent webinar. One such solution would be to allow people to use stairwells that are normally reserved for emergencies. To do so would mean leaving the stairwell doors unlocked, which could create building security issues. The Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat recently released Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat, Volume 2. The third edition in three years, the book continues exploring a viable, sustainable urban habitat with urban density playing an important role. A passage in the book explains, quote, Tall buildings need to be seen as integrated pieces of urban infrastructure dedicated to improving quality of life in the city as a whole. This requires a cohesive, multidisciplinary response, end quote. This 328-page edition, written by Emily Torum and Maureen Colvin and edited by Stephen Henry and Daniel Safarik, provides a global overview of dense urban development. It can be purchased by following the link in the news item at elevatorworld.com news. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.